Hello, everyone, once again, and welcome to If We Can Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, along with, as always, my lovely wife and co-host, Jessica Carter Ogle. Hi, y'all. How are you doing this week? Hope everybody's doing great out there. Um, we have had a had a great weekend so far. Oh, my far. gosh. He, you know, he always talks about how I plan stuff all the time, <laughs> and I have so many plans. He has literally had me go in Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and tonight we still have plans. Yeah. I mean, Looking I don't... Looking at the... On Wednesday, the calendar gave me anxiety. I don't put things in the calendar very often, folks. I'm not a calendar person, except unless I'm putting stuff in there that's just personally for me it's in regards to like how much a bill was for the month so that I can see. Because Jess takes care of all the bills. It's just I like to know how much money's going out when it goes out. He thinks he knows. And then like... <laughs> 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 that's fair. That is fair. Uh, <clears throat> but... Uh, I, so I don't put many things on the calendar. Jess does most of the scheduling. That's just how it is. So for me, uh, I, it, there's occasionally there's some things that line up, and for this go big week, or go home, go big or go home, man. There's stuff that went it, that's happened this week. Um, on Thursday, we met up with with one of my good friends that I've known since 1999. One of the first people I met on my first vacation to Michigan. Long story, but I'll just I'll make it brief. Uh, I've mentioned Cornerstone before. I met people from Michigan the second year I went in 1999, and one of them had a birthday in August, which was like a month after the festival. And I made my first trip without my parents to Michigan to go to her birthday party and surprise her. All her friends that were camping with her knew I was going to come up, and it was a surprise. It was like a, a gift from from them to her or whatever, and it was cool. And that person ended up being cousins with Ricky's now wife, Andrea. So I met Ricky my first night there, and I've known him since 1999. We have done a ton of stuff. When I moved up here a few years later, man, he's just, he's been a cool dude for a long time. Like he's just, I hung out with him probably four or five times a week. Because and he's a longtime listener, so shout out to our longtime <laughs> listener, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean he's he's a good dude. Uh, it, we've yeah, been friends is. for a long time. We can go, you know, sometimes weeks or months without even talking, and then when we start talking, it's like we never miss a beat. You know, but, I think I think those are great friendships and relationships, especially um, as the pandemic was happening, is happening, whatever your perspective, but. Because you didn't get to see people. Yeah. And you said you wanted to try to talk to people. But so many people were on so much more with work, being remote, on video, on calls, that it was almost a little bit more draining for me anyway, to where like having Zoom happy hours with my friends or things like that was just so exhaustive because I had been on Zoom all day. Yeah. So I think even with that, you even had more distance in some ways. And to be able to pick up with like friends and stuff is just, it's really great. And it, no one has a, oh, you didn't call, you didn't this. Like, and if you do have an issue with a friend like that, you talk about it and you move on. Yeah. And and in the case with Ricky, uh, I saw him, we, we saw him once during the pandemic, like right before the pandemic, when we moved to Plymouth, we saw him once before the pandemic started. And then we didn't see him again until our reception. No, we had him and Andrea over last summer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah we did. We did. We had like a small, small, like get together, have some drinks and yeah. eat, eat a little, little bit of food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, so in the last, since we've been in Plymouth in, since August of 19, we've seen him like three times, yeah. which is really not a lot. Um, but at the life. same, but They're, at the, but at know, the same he, time, he runs his own business. He's married. He's got kids. Like we have our own lives. Like, I mean, you know, it just happens. Yeah. Those things happen. But at the same time, it's like we didn't miss a beat. But yeah, the company was good Thursday. The service was God awful. It, uh, man. I, also, I, I just, as an aside, if you're an establishment and you're going to be opening up splurge on back support on your chairs. <laughs> Because I'm going to be 40 this week, what, what, and sitting on a metal stool backlit, like a backless metal stool for like a couple hours, it hurts my back. Like, give me some back support, people. Don't you want people to stay and order more drinks and stuff? Or are you just trying to scoot me out? Like, I couldn't get the feel. Speaking of that, our waitress did try to scoot us yeah, out. Yeah, she did. She came over and thought we had asked it for the bill. We had not asked for all the I bill. All I said was, we're all set. Yeah. I didn't mean like, I didn't say like... Yeah, because she asked if we wanted more food, and we're like, no, we're we're cool. Yeah. And then she came back like 20 minutes later with our bill, and it was like, we 
we didn't ask for that yet. We're we're still hanging out. We might get another drink. We don't yeah. know. But like, it, but she had asked us on food. She didn't ask us about drinks. She didn't ask us if we wanted our bill. It's weird. Experience. She mumbled very quietly, which I've been to a lot of lot of metal and rock shows in my life, so my hearing is not great, especially when people start mumbling. So I heard nothing in a loud restaurant. I couldn't hear, like, yeah. she, I asked her what was on tap for the drinks, and I didn't hear, I didn't understand anything she said. She was mumbling really quiet. So, so. this this place, I don't know if we Ooh. said Condado's. Condado's They've tacos. Got, yeah, they have multiple locations. I guess Ricky and Andrea go to the one in Troy a lot, and they, because they were the first to be like, what is this service? Like, the service in Troy is so much better. Like, it's such a better experience. So Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we were in Royal Oak. Uh, company was great. Food was okay. Service was not. Yeah. Service was not good. Like we ended up, I ended up asking another waitress to come help us out because yeah. our waitress just disappeared for a half hour. Yeah. Didn't see, like I turned around looking for her, didn't see her. And we had part of a guacamole plastic pack in our Ooh. salsa. Yeah. And like they came and took it off our bill and the bill literally says like foreign object discount. <laughs> I was I know things happen, but I don't want to know that you have a code ready to go for foreign <laughs> objects being in people's food. Like maybe on your end you could put that, but like on our end, don't put that on the bill because I was like, ah, what? <laughs> yeah, that was that was strange. And I was just like, Oh boy, that, that's unfortunate. And I know there's a lot of people that probably would have treated the situation different from me. I was just like, hey, can you take this? Can you just bring some new salsa and she's like yeah i'm so sorry and then the then, they the, were then the cook came out and he's like oh man i'm so sorry this this doesn't ha- i think this we is just not had a, a bad happens. waitress because like the manager girl that did that everybody else was good but our waitress was just subpar at best yeah not good i mean i'm not gonna so. lie i have high standards for pretty much everything in my life so I do when it comes to restaurants because I, I expect for the waiter or waitress to do their job. Yeah. I've been there and done that. Like, I'm one of those people that worked in the food industry for a long time uh, as, a, as a teen and into my into my 20s. And uh, I expect for them to do a really good job. Like, yeah. they have to. Like, that's important, you know. So, uh, but yeah, we did that. And then we went on. We saw Thor on Friday. On Friday. We saw Thor Love and Thunder. We're not going to spoil anything. Um, about it. Uh, but when it comes time to talk about it, I've got a lot to say. <laughs> there, there is a, there's a lot to say. I'll say, uh, go see it. Uh, we'll probably talk about it in a week or two. Yeah. Uh, just like last week with Stranger Things, we're giving people time to watch these things. We're not going to spoil them. We're not into that. I don't like spoiling things. I don't like things being Except spoiled. Except for my for life. <laughs> I don't like the, for things to be spoiled uh, before I watch them. So uh, everybody get out there and watch Thor, and then we'll talk about it in yeah. a couple weeks. So, uh, but... Oh, that you was, know what we watched after Thor, though? Yeah, we watched Bill and Ted Face the Music. We had not watched that yet. We were behind <sighs> the... And after Thor, I was like, I just want something, like, fun. Like, it's my my Sunday night movie night, but we actually have a concert tonight, so I won't be able to have it. Yeah. So I had it Friday, and we watched that, and it was <laughs> wacky as all heck. Oh, but man. Go, but I recommend it. It was good. It was so funny. Good. It was super true to... Bill and Ted, it was ridiculous. And the casting of their daughters was really good. I, I will say, there is one thing that I will say about the movie. For those of you that watched the original two Bill and Ted's, George Carlin was the third character with Bill and Ted. He's yeah. the one that helped them go through time. And they do a thing in this movie that pays tribute to him, and it was excellent. Yeah. Not, to, to, to seal from Bill and Ted, it was excellent. Yes. Um, and I, I was like, that is, that's cool. I like that they did that because it's, it, it's just like we watched Top Gun Maverick. They paid tribute to what yeah, came before for and, sure. and that was cool. And I mean, come on, it's Keanu Reeves. It's just so that silly. Dude, that dude's it, amazing. It was, it was good. I liked it. I, I think they did a good job. Yeah. And that's on Amazon prime. So if you got prime, it's free, yeah. go watch it. That movie's great. It's a laugh, laugh riot. It's yeah. a good time. I was laughing the whole time going this. These movies were so goofy, and this one is absolutely the same, the hundred percent the same thing. Yeah. So, um, and then for any of you locals, this past weekend, or I guess this current weekend, when yep. you're listening to this, it'll be this past weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was Plymouth Art Fair? Yes. So we went to the art fair yesterday morning, which was nice. Um, super packed. But we found like a lot by our old, we basically parked by our old apartment to walk into town, which made sense. Um, it was nice. We had a funny experience with Steven because. <laughs> yeah, I'm an, I'm an we idiot. We <laughs> were at a booth buying a Christmas gift from my parents, actually. And um, we walk up and there's a woman there. I mean, she, 
she was a little more tan, had a hat on, like a men's Hawaiian shirt. I could see how people might be unsure. Her voice was a little smokery. But we're up there. And I said something about, she asked me something and I said, oh yeah, well he can do that. And and he's like, oh yeah, I got to do everything while he's packing up our stuff. And in my head, I'm going, I looked at him and I go, it's a woman, it's a woman. And then <laughs> he didn't say anything. He didn't hear me. And then um, she gave me the total and I was like, he's going to pay for it. And he's like, oh yeah, that's all, always telling me, pay the man, pay the man. And I'm like, oh, it's a woman, it's a woman. <laughs> And then he finally looks at me and he gets it. So she gives the receipt and he's like, thank you, ma'am. Have a good day. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So so during this, oh my God. To, to the left of this woman. I still don't buy what he's going to tell you right now. Uh, I don't buy it. So the first time I didn't know that the woman was standing there because I also had a hat on and my bill was facing forward. She was right in front of us. Uh, but I didn't see her at the register because my head was down and I was looking to the right and I saw a man oh, packing... Gosh similar items to ours and that's why i said man the first the second time i honestly when i looked at her i didn't know it was a woman i didn't i couldn't pay the tell. man pay the man like, ah. and then and then as soon as i realized it was a woman i thought of a brian regan joke where he's like there have you ever guessed somebody's gender wrong there's no wriggling out of that and he's like excuse me sir ma'am he's like oh no and it didn't happen that woman didn't respond to me that way but no. that's immediately what i thought in my head and i was like oh my gosh this is this is i mean we're I, always I, I mean yeah we are always trying to be like you know on top of that <laughs> and polite and from the south you're you're a ma'am sir kind yes, of absolutely. so you know that those kind of pronouns are in, in ingrained in you from southern yeah obviously mean no offense or no judgment no anything but it was just funny because i'm oh, looking man. at him like this is a woman this is a woman <laughs> i'm like oh yep. my gosh it was yep. funny yeah it was uh it was like it was a good time it was a good time yeah and before we went home we stopped at so um on liberty street was liberty street brewing in plymouth they changed to bearded lamb brewing which i really like the logo but in all honesty it's literally the same exact thing yeah like I didn't, the beer isn't different at all. The I mean, they have some new beers. Yeah, but, but the decor isn't different at all. No. So there's really nothing. If you were like closing your eyes and going in there, you would have no idea that you weren't in Liberty Street. Yeah. I mean, they just got purchased and, and then somebody yeah. else is taking But it was still it fun. You know, one thing that the pandemic did, which like was a bummer is they had free popcorn that they always had to have, that they always had in like a container and you could, or it was a dollar. It was the old school yeah. container where it popped like it's and in the movie theater. And you went in theater. there and scooped it out and yeah. now you like order it from them for like $2 and it just lose some of the charm yeah but it was good we went there we had a good time and then i went to my first metal concert last night Woo! holy guacamole y'all let me tell you so the opening band was a band that got thrown on last minute because the uh opening band that was that's on the tour could not do uh hamtramck slash detroit uh, the sanctuary. They had COVID, didn't they? No, uh, I don't oh. know what happened to Bloodlet, but they did not have COVID. Oh. The lead singer of Zayo, at, right before the tour started, got COVID okay. and had to quarantine for a week or whatever. So yeah. he, they, so Zayo missed the first two shows on the on the on the tour. So their first show on the tour was last night. Um, Zayo is a band that's been around for, oh geez, I think they've been around since 93 or 94. They've been around for a long ass time. Um, they have 12 albums at this point, their 12th album they released last oh, wow. year and a lot of EPs. Like they've been around for a very long time. They're very, uh, they're, they're metal mixed with like influenced by like black metal. Um, so they, they tend to be dark, um, and I have I have not seen them in 15 years. The last time I saw them was at Cornerstone in like 05 or 06 or something like that. So I have not seen, they've released four albums since then that I haven't seen any of that stuff live, which is really cool. I'm a huge fan. And I told Jess many times, I'm like, I don't even know if you're going to enjoy this, but you don't seem to want me to go to Hamtramck by myself. No, I... So you're go you want to go with me? That's cool. I'll buy the ticket. Don't make me cut you off. No. <laughs> Tell me I cut him off, and I will. Right now, I am. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't it. I just didn't want you to have to go by yourself. Like, I don't know. I guess, to me, like, that wouldn't be as fun for me. So, yeah. I didn't want you to have to go by yourself when I could go with you. Yeah, and, and I've done a lot of shows by myself. Now um, you're married. 
And I'm to me, and I'm married, and she went with me. And I, I mean, I don't think you hated it. You didn't have like a horrible time. I didn't hate it. We saw three bands, and um, I heard the words "Raise your hands to the sky" from the third band. That was the only <laughs> lyrics that I actually heard clearly. Uh, which is so funny because uh, when it came to Zayo, they played some new stuff off the new People album. People are singing along, and I'm going, "What are you singing to?" Oh man, it was great. I knew, I knew the last. Four or five songs that they played because they played all old stuff to end the to end the set, which was really cool. Um, but man, if, if for any of you, any of our listeners that are a fan of metal uh, and a fan of metal that has like screaming, not like metal like Godsmack or Rob Zombie where they sing and stuff like that, but like where they scream the whole time. Um, if you're into that, I would say check out Zayo. They're on tour with Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour is doing a, I believe it's 15 years that their album Deliver Us came out, which I had never heard of them. I listened to their album a couple times and then we watched them live. To me, as a musician, they sounded better live than their album does. Maybe it's because it's been 15 years and they really know the music now and they've had plenty of time of playing it over the years. Um, but I, I enjoyed them live for having not knowing anything about their music other than listening to their album a couple times. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Their guitar players are fantastic. Great guitar players. A lot of dual solos and stuff, which is cool. A lot but, of cool people watching. Yeah. A lot of people watching. When you It, uh, we were it staying- was cool, though. And everybody, I think it shows like that, too, um, like metal like that, people doing like moshes and stuff. There is a sense of community yeah. to that that kind of fan base because like I know you are in like a Zayo Facebook group and you yep. saw people from the Facebook group and like it's more like an, like Sanctuary only holds like 100 people. 180, I think is okay, what it well, said for capacity know. or something You told like me that. 100 yesterday, I thought, yeah. but whatever, it doesn't matter. It's very small is the point. Yeah. So you can't help but have like a sense of like community and like as opposed to like when you go see like hill hillbilly country fast at pine knob and people are <laughs> drunk and disorderly and losing themselves all over the hill no offense people <laughs> like you don't get that at a small like thing like this yeah it's funny because we were standing in line and uh i, I told jess it's like i've been to a, a like if you'll notice everybody's standing in line everybody's wearing black you go yeah. to a metal show, everybody's wearing black. I was like, but I've been to a dubstep show, not a single person's wearing black in line. Everybody's got white as their base, and then they got all these crazy paint colors and neons and all this kind of stuff. I was like, it's a very different type of show. And uh, it, it's fun, though. I, I, I love going to a metal show because it, it's more, um, I don't know, the music is definitely aggressive, but like for for. Me, I, f- I feel the music a lot more. It's very cool. The one guy um, that stood out to me was the guy in the khaki shorts and the gray and white striped polo shirt just, <laughs> and his, like, boat shoes. I was like, because I told Stephen, I'm like, I stick out here. I'm the only one that doesn't have gauges in my ears or a tattoo. And then I saw that guy and I'm like, all right, you're, you, you really stick out, my friend. Yeah. But it was funny. And one of the funniest things, though, at the sanctuary is they had you two tv on at oh, the bar yeah this flat screen tv by the bar playing old wwf royal rumbles and i say wwf because it was from youtube so the logo yeah. still said wwf so it was hilarious because like i couldn't understand any of their words i had earplugs in sometimes and i'm hearing just all this screaming all this like energy and then i'm also <laughs> watching silently royal rumbles from like 95 like it was hilarious it was like royal rumble and then it was like no way out and then for a pay-per-view and then a judgment day pay-per-view and then there was like sunday night heat and monday night raw like the old segments were vince it was Mc- hilarious where uh stone cold steve austin hits Vin- vince mcmahon with the uh urinal pan from the in the do- i was waiting for that office. i didn't see it we didn't see that but we saw all the lead-ups to it for some reason it got skipped because every time it would go to an ad sometimes it wouldn't come back yeah to the same thing. and i kept thinking is this gonna stay on because there was a lot of delays in start of the show and so that was on and i'm like is this gonna be on during the whole show and it was so i got all kinds of entertainment last night it yeah. was funny yeah it was very it was very cool but it was a good time yeah we got we got back late and uh you know chilled with the pooch for a few minutes and then went to bed and he's got me my one last event to round out the longest what's new segment we've ever had is we are going to see selwyn birchwood this evening we have talked about him before yes so you guys will hear about that on our next podcast yep so um and uh yeah so where did we leave off with our story i believe we came back from texas yeah we just got back from texas so we got back from texas on like the eighth i want to say and like like we went back to work on that monday and 
that's when COVID was happening, but I didn't really know. I remember your cousin sending us a um, meme with like Corona bottles yeah. and it said like Corona virus. And I literally was like, I don't always know what she's sending us. So I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what this is. Like I had no idea. And so my work was starting a remote program where we could work from home like a couple days a week. And so my first day to work from home was that Friday, March 13th. And when I left work on Thursday, Friday, March 13th happened, and I never went back because of COVID. For me, they were having conversations. We had we had meetings on that Friday. I was in office. And our manager told us um, that we were going to go to working. Uh, we were going to be split up. And some people come in for a week, and then some people take a week off and work at home. It was really weird. And we were like, okay. And, but we like, we were reading the news and like, at that point in time, there were cruise ships, I believe off of Seattle that were quarantined because everybody on the ship yeah. had COVID. Everybody on the cruise ship had, had COVID. And you were given that information on the Friday. So that was my first remote day and you came home after work Friday and were telling me that. But by the time I got home, I had an email from my boss that said, stay home. You're working from home now. Yeah. Like the plans have changed. You're working from home. So man. I I got furloughed April 4th. Temporary furlough, yeah. I worked from home until then, and I got temporary furlough, which temporary furlough for me ended up being all the way till August 4th, and of which I was not working, and I was getting unemployment checks just like you know everybody, uh, else. everybody else. I At my work, they didn't want to furlough, but they gave us the option for a voluntary temporary furlough because they were giving us the option of doing that. Because unemployment, I mean, it was paying out a lot more than a lot of people were making. So myself included, I took the temporary furlough from work and I got paid more for three months in the summer like so he and i were both off we were off like june july august well he was off before me mine started um i was off mine started memorial day weekend i requested may 1st but because i worked in hr i had to finalize a lot of stuff for other people so i did it end of may so june july um and then i went back in august so mine was only a couple months but it was a weird time like to be i remember that night that I got home before the Friday the 13th workday. We were like, what's going on? We better go to the grocery store. And we had the same grocery store experience everyone did where people were lunatics and, you know, pallets with toilet paper were busted open in the store and people were grabbing them and the lines were wrapped around. And I'm like, this is like so crazy. Like, and we meal prep, as you guys know. So I'm like, I couldn't find anything for meal prep and I'm scrambling to find like, all right, I'll get some turkey sausages because I can't get ground chicken. And like... Yeah, I mean, we we really we were had on the to... hunt for tuna fish. My parents would buy us tuna fish when they went out places if they found it. Like, yeah, I mean, we had to figure out how to how to replace stuff in our in our meal prep, which was crazy. And the worst thing was there was no reason for it. There were no, no shortages. There were there was mass panic. There, I mean, there was a shortage on on some things, but it was because of people going, yeah. "Oh my gosh, there's never going to be toilet paper. I'm never going to be able to bought it. I'm yeah. never going to be able to use toilet paper again." Or like, I've I've never ever seen um, hand sanitizer gone. No, prior to prior to the pandemic, gone. Prior prior to the pandemic, I don't think anybody bought hand sanitizer. I don't think it ever, I don't think people bought it. I literally think they it sat did, on the shelf for people didn't for, stockpile for years. like crazy. So yes. I don't know. So I, that I was mean, a, that was a horrible experience, but it w- yeah. I, you say that, but to be honest, like we were very lucky during the pandemic. We were lucky. For me, I say it's a horrible experience because uh, we start you start to see humanity at its most raw and you start to see people at their most raw. And that stuff to me is just like, look at the world wow. right now. Look at yeah, people I know. right now and what's happening. I know you talk about seeing people at their worst. Some of these people are, are just awful people yeah, yeah. and they're in leadership roles. Anyway, I digress. So, yeah, I, I mean, the thing is that was, uh, about COVID for us. Cause we're not gonna, we don't want to, go off a hill here and go off into no, super negative. No, we don't. And I but, know... And but to, for and us, what we had was... What I noticed very quickly, I won't say for us, but I'll say for me. What I noticed very quickly is is that now I'm not working. 
you were still working for another five weeks. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what do I do? Right. So uh, I started running in the morning, which is yeah. crazy. I don't run. I hate, ru- I hate run. <laughs> I hate running. Um, and that that lasted for, for a little bit. Um, I had to do things because I found that social media was the only way to stay connected to people, but it was absolutely insane. Could be so, very toxic. Very toxic. And I found that, like, you know, watching the news all the time, not good, which I've never been a news person, but it also very toxic. Yeah. So what, what we started to do was a thing that I think I think I came up with it, but it turned into, like, date night for us. Yeah. Of having a date night on yeah. Friday. Well, because... Where we're not on, t- we're not on the TV, we're not on our phones. Ooh, we got can we some, go back to this? <laughs> we got some vinyl on, which we still do this. Not as much as I Not like. as often, now that we have a house and a lot of things. No, it, now a, you like a lot of TV, so yes. let's be honest. But we had no phones, no TV. We only, we put on vinyl, and then we would have some... It, well, we alternated weeks where someone would make the dinner, and someone would yeah, set up... Yeah, I'll post you the pictures of the dinners. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, the thing was we prior to this we had started doing a friday date night we would go to herman's we'd go out to dinner we would do stuff and now it was like what could we do and i was starting to feel you know he's a homebody so he's Very. he's okay and i just was starting to come out of my skin i started running a lot i was running like six to eight miles every morning and i've learned now that i don't think my body can keep up with that um i fall that's fallen by the wayside but um, that long anyway, but nonetheless, so he's like, I'm going to do date night tonight and I'm going to have stations and you go in the other room while I get this ready. And I came out and he had like a drink station and then he had like, um, Oreos and cut up peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on a plate with like a <laughs> wine bottle. And he had like games out and his guitar out so we could like eat, play a game. He'd play me some music. It was real sweet. Like yeah. it was really nice. So that kind of started our Every other Friday, you know, we would each take point on date night. Yeah, it, and it was just something like, man, it, it, everything's happening in the world. It's not good. It's it's not good for a lot of people. Yeah. For us, it's it was not as bad. Admittedly, it was not no, as bad. We, but it, it wasn't. Was, we were very lucky, and not at all to minimize what people went through. But yeah. we were very lucky, and I know that. And for us. Uh, it was just a way to step away from the negative and yeah. the toxic stuff and try to do something to keep our relationship because we... We'd only been together less than a year Yeah, when this happened. And you're like our... One of the things we did a lot was we did a lot of walks in downtown Plymouth, a lot of walking, and we had a neighbor, Julie. Shout out, Julie. I don't know if you're listening, but... Yep. And I always wanted to be friends with Julie because I would see her next door and she was like, you know, single, looked to be our age. And I'd be like, man, we need to become friends with Julie. He had said hi to her when we like moved in and stuff. And it instantly, because he's very sweet, was like, hi, you know, I'm moving in with my girlfriend, like right away to tell her that he had a girlfriend (laughs) and he's just being like a polite neighbor, which is just, you know, he's a very sweet guy. I didn't want her to think that I was trying to pick her up or anything. And I wanted her to know that like, hey, she's safe around me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about that life. I I have a girlfriend and uh, that's, that's who I care about, but I'd like to be friends if you want to be friends. Yes. So we became friends with Julie and we would sit, um, we would go in her backyard and have like some drinks because she had like a privacy fence and like a table. And that was nice. And I remember her saying to us like, well, you know, here's here's your relationship test because you guys just moved in a few months ago and you, you know, we'll see how this goes. And, you yeah. know, yeah, worked it worked out good for us. <laughs> yeah, it, it worked out wonderful for us. Um, I, I think. think we did. I think we had a lot of good quality time. I think we tried to, you know, turn our lemons into, you know, Vodka lemons. <laughs> vodka and lemonade. So with that, we had a lot of things planned though, like oh, a lot of people. Because so, it was our first like solid year together. Yeah. So and in amongst these things, we had a lot of entertainment planned. We had a lot of concerts. We had a Cubs game. We were going to Wrigley Field. I've we had just bought tickets. Go. I've been to Fenway, which was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. And I wanted to go. To, I've always wanted to go to Wrigley and we had tickets. Yeah. As a lifelong Cubs fan, I've always wanted to go to Wrigley. We the need old, to reschedule that. We do. Uh, we had that. We had rain. 
Beatles, uh, the Beatles rain. Yep. And which that, was actually a Christmas gift me, you, and my brother bought for my parents for all of us to go. Yep. It was rescheduled like thrice times, and then we finally just canceled it. Speaking of thrice, we had thrice. If you remember from a previous podcast, when we went to see um, Bronx Tale, Bronx Tale we were going to see thrice. Their lead singer got sick and rescheduled their show. Their show was rescheduled for August, and then that got canceled because of COVID. Yeah, um, we had uh, Jackson Brown and James Taylor. I was so excited for that concert. Man. I love me some Jackson Brown, but I love me Sweet Baby James. We had uh, another Kip Moore concert that would have been great, um, and then we had our second New Orleans trip planned yep. that got canceled. So yep. we've planned two trips to New Orleans, and both have yep. been. And we were also going to go see Dead and Company because yep. John Mayer was headlining. Though I have heard some reviews of Dead and Company. Ooh. I heard a review from my brother. He went to see it, and it wasn't a good review. So I feel like, okay, not bad on that one. Yeah, he said it took them like five or six songs before they actually addressed the crowd or said anything to yeah. the crowd. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That seems strange. It does. It's very weird, especially coming from John Mayer. He's a dude who talks to the crowd a lot between songs. So that was weird. So we just had like a lot of quality time together. Yep. You know, and that was, I think that was nice. And in amongst that quality time... Our Sunday night movie night turned from just Sunday nights to, well, I mean, we're both furloughed and it's Wednesday. What are we doing? Oh, I don't know. Let's watch some movies. I don't know. He's going to make me watch TV forever for the rest of my life. You know, this podcast is really um, hammering into me that we watch too much television (laughs) and I need some rummy date nights like stat. There's a lot of people that read a lot of books and read a ton of books. And I'm a guy who I get my stories from a lot of different sci-fi and drama and all that kind of stuff. I get that's how I get my stories. I'm I don't for read. A balance. The, the scales of justice in this house are not balanced. Um, so we expanded our movie night. It, because it, he wanted me to go through the Marvel Universe. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Man, I thought I was going to have to correct no, her already. No, I got it. Woo. I got it. So uh, for those of you that uh, have watched any or all or none of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're going to talk about that because Jess had only seen very few Marvel films. I've seen a few. She had seen she had seen a handful. What movies had you seen I prior to this? I saw the Hulk movie that had Eric Bana, which, which was, I don't think that's It's not connected. Canon. It's not. Um, you guys didn't see my air quotes on canon because I hear that a lot. <laughs> Nerd alert, canon. Um, I had seen Iron Man 1 and 2. 2 I thought was horrific. I saw the Avengers movie, the first one, which I liked. And then I walked out of the theater on Daredevil. So I don't know if that counts as seeing or not seeing. I'm going to say this much. I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck walked out of the movie theater on Daredevil. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, he finally I mean, got bad. himself a great superhero role and then they... That's not Marvel, so we'll I will talk about that another time. Yeah, I mean it's Marvel, but it's not Marvel. It's it's not the MCU. Which no, is... his other role isn't even in Marvel. Oh yeah, his other yeah. yes, his other role that's yeah. that's over in DC. But yeah. yeah, that'll be another podcast, which will be fun. Um, but yeah, so she had only seen technically Iron Man one and two and Avengers. So yeah, I think that's it. There was a ton of movies because. We just saw Thor Love and Thunder, which is technically the 29th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's 29. Just rude. You guys get you guys need that to is chill. Insane. You that guys is... need to really chill. When I was a kid, what's being churned out isn't always great. Hey, you know what? Um when I was a kid, I thought to myself, I want to see more superhero stuff. Because the only superhero stuff I saw when I was a kid was Christopher Reeve as Superman and Michael Keaton as Batman. There wasn't anything else. And Marvel didn't even exist when I was a kid until the late 90s when Blade came. So I've always wanted more superhero stuff. I will give it all a try. I watch all of it, and some of it I go, all right, I'm done. I can't watch this anymore. Like, like for example, a horrible example, Batwoman. I watched four, I watched that, yeah. four episodes, and then I'm like, I'm out. So um, I could do with a little less... Superhero stuff. Well, that's what happens. Um, I mean, you marry a nerd, ladies. Be warned, they're taking over the world. So (laughs) they are taking hard to avoid them. They are taking over Hollywood, and it's kind of cool. As someone who always wanted this kind of stuff to be on big screens and stuff, it's it's pretty cool. I know some people don't like it, but so I don't not like it. I just I can't handle overkill of anything really. You know how I am. Yeah, but there's a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of stuff I do like. So, um. We're going to talk about 
a few things. I got some questions. I'm nervous. Open. He wants to Q&A me. I got some Q&A questions that's going to open up the dialogue a little bit. But before we do that, I have a spreadsheet because I keep track of these <laughs> Raise things. Raise your hand if you're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I keep track of these things. Um, my spreadsheet has, has probably about eight or nine tabs on it. Um, I have one that's a running tab that's uh, movies that I've been watching in theater since 2009. That's how far it goes back. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's very fun. I have one for all the movies that we own. And yes, I have columns for whether or not we own them from Apple or Vudu or Movies Anywhere. Or if physical it's just, copy. just a physical copy. Like I, I'm, That's what all mine are. So I won't go into the rest of the tabs, but I do have a tab for Marvel, for just Marvel. And it's fantastic. So I sent her a screenshot for this and I was like, well, only these had come out during up to the point of the pandemic. So this is all we can talk about. So for those of you wondering, it would end with Spider-Man No Way Home where he went to Europe and Jake Gyllenhaal was Mysterio. Ew. So everything from Iron Man to Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio, that's the topic of this particular podcast's entertainment. We don't have that much time left. That was quite the <laughs> intro, my friends. Woo! All right. So um, what we, we discussed what she's seen prior. What were your favorite movies out of those set of movies? What movies did you like? Okay. I will say I really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. One, the soundtrack is amazing, and that is where we discovered our song. Aww. <laughs> so, around and fell in love. Yes. Yep. You know, so I liked that. I thought it was good. I thought Chris Pratt was really good. And I like the, it was a good tightly knit like ensemble cast that I think worked really well together. Yes. I liked it. I thought it was a lot of humor. Um, but still like action, like it was a good balance. So I like that. And they took a chance on that movie because that was characters that were not that, that yeah. comic book did not sell very well. Yeah. So they took a really big shot with James Gunn. Oh, that literally was... just like call your shot. Like James Gunn was Babe Ruth yeah. calling a shot and man, did he like put, put it out of the park. That actually was on the list of movies I had seen prior and I forgot about that. And of course we rewatched it because yes, that of is course. that is one of my top three uh, Yeah, he Marvel. loves himself. I some love Peter Guardians. Quill. Guardians is great. Peter Quill's great. I I love Batista playing yeah. Dax. His sarcastic sense of humor is fantastic. So yes. Um what are what are your um, I'm moments? a big um antihero fan, so I loved me some Venom. <laughs> I thought Venom was great. Venom was so cool. Yeah. First Venom. I don't wait. Uh, yeah. Second Venom is in a different. Yeah, that's that's the next topic. Okay, he's but... gonna bleep me out because I went to the wrong phase. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. But you like um, you like. I like Venom. Yeah, I was surprised at how much I really liked that movie. Yeah. Um, that was good. I liked Endgame, which is surprising because it's probably the longest movie in history. But yeah. I watched it at home and was able to give myself as many you know yeah. intermissions as necessary. I for those of you that have seen Endgame, they have the uh, the opening sequence that that is literally right after Infinity War because it's a two part Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame are, are a two part thing, and they go to a, a screen and it says five years later, after about the first 10 minutes of the movie opens up and that's when jess is like the, the that was good her eyes popped open of like oh my because there's a thing that happens if you have not yeah. seen it I, I i don't really want to spoil it but but thanos thanos did a thing of which uh took out half of life across the entire and let me universe tell you, unpopular opinion thanos was thanos knows what's up <laughs> thanos i like thanos thanos is a character i like i think that he wasn't wrong but I think he logistically didn't think it through enough. One or two more brainstorming sessions, and I think he would have got it. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, which, uh, as, as a side note with that, I have to say, uh, in a future topic, we will talk about the animated series of What If, of which they have Thanos in there, yeah. of which he has a few conversations where he's like, I still, I, I, I don't think I, I was wrong. I stand by what I did. Yeah. I stand by you, too. Yeah, and it's like a different version of Thanos, which we'll get into that later. And my but. last thing would be uh, Agent Carter. I yeah. love um, strong woman, especially set in what would that be like the 40s? 40s. And the woman that plays Peggy Carter is fantastic. She's played Peggy Carter in Haley, anything. Haley, Haley Ad Ad Adwell. Yeah. yeah, she's great. I love Agent Carter. She's a really good actress. And it's a really cool thing. It's a show. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's two seasons. 
Um, I recommend that. Yeah. Agent Carter was fun. I it's t- different. It's different from everything else, which I liked. Yeah. Um, I liked it because she takes she doesn't take any guff yeah it's great as a no guff taking lady i could really stand behind that or beside it actually (laughs) funny uh so my favorite characters uh or or, or, sorry my favorite movies in regards to guardians of the galaxy i loved i loved uh, uh captain america winter soldier i felt like that was very much a james bond movie with captain america and it was great also uh, it reintroduces Bucky. I love Bucky. He is the Winter Soldier, and Bucky is one of my favorite characters Talk about in the trauma. comics. Trauma, like Bucky, is legit traumatized. For those of you that know me and know that I have tattoos, my first Marvel what? tattoo was Winter Soldier's star on my left shoulder because Winter Soldier is one of the characters that I love the most in the comics because his character is a character that deals with being brainwashed and having not been able to control it and yeah. being forced to do a bunch of things that he never would have done and then having to live with the memories of done yeah, those Yeah, his things. body was used as a conduit for evil. Yep. And then that was dropped and he was himself again, knowing what he had done, yep. people hating him for it, but him having had no record of it or no power over having done it. Yep. That's trauma, people. Yeah. I mean, Marvel does one thing very well in these movies, and that's the human trauma side yeah, of things. Sure. They deal with it very well. Um, uh, my other character, uh, she mentioned Star-Lord. I love Star-Lord. Yeah. Star-Lord's great, and I love Cap. Cap is my man. Cap is my oh, favorite. Oh, he loves Cap. Chris Chris Evans. If he could be any... If we oh. if we in another life could be Cap and Peggy, I think his, he would just be the happiest camper in the world. So for those of you that have seen the Marvel movies or who have not seen the Marvel movies, there is a scene in which... Um, that sh- I will not say where it's at, but I will say there's a scene with, with Captain America and Peggy Carter dancing mm-hmm. in a house. And the song that's playing is, um, it's been a long, long time. I uh, cannot remember the woman's... Kitty Kalen? Kitty Kalen. When we bought this house and got married, we stayed the night here the first night, and we did a dance in this house with that song, because that's, that's how much, like... That's how much like that means to me as yeah. far as being a comic book fan. But I was just like, man, I want to do this. And that's the first song that we danced to in our house, which was very cool. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So Marvel. We're for, not going to get through all this. We're going to get through them. We're good. Uh, so fa- uh, we, you mentioned some of your favorite characters. So what is uh, bad casting for you? Bad casting. Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Man, folks, she didn't even like hesitate. Horrible. Natalie Porton, Jane Foster, <laughs> Lady Thor. <laughs> Horrible casting. Hey, how about we have chemistry between the leads? Could be an option. Could be like something. I mean... uh, There was literally no chemistry between Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman. And then Brie Larson, I just... She just brought nothing to that character for me. That's interesting. There's a lot of hate on Brie Larson. I don't quite get it. Um, I I don't understand it. I think a lot of the hate comes from women, which is interesting because I think women hold each other to a higher standard, maybe. I don't know what it is. No, I love a lot of... I cannot like somebody... Okay, you want... uh, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. But... Oh my gosh. I can't stand Ryan Reynolds and I can't stand Deadpool. I think I'm probably one of five people that thinks Deadpool is the worst thing. All right. So folks, if you're a fan of Deadpool, please don't stop listening to our podcast because of my wife being crazy because Deadpool is the coolest. We're one all of the allowed coolest. to have different opinions. I don't have to force <laughs> that on you and you don't have to force yours on me. Oh man. I, I love Ryan Reynolds. I love Deadpool. I will say though, it is interesting that... It, it, the other movies that we've seen with him recently, it seems to be that he that people are capitalizing on the fact that Deadpool made so much money because it when it came out it was the highest grossing R rated film at all time. He plays the same character and everything. It's almost like what? they want him to. Oh really? He's like Nicolas Cage level, but everyone likes him. <laughs> and it's like, why is Nick Cage getting all this hate for playing the same guy? But you know, Reynolds over here is literally the same guy in everything. You could just pluck him, pluck his character and interchange. Somebody, somebody make a video for me. Just pluck his characters, interchange them into different movies, and you wouldn't even know. The thing is, is it's like if you ever saw Ryan Reynolds' movie, uh, National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Yes. If you watch that movie, you'll realize he was born to play Deadpool. Because that is Deadpool from the comics. He's totally Deadpool. Like, yeah. 100%. I, it doesn't do it's, it for me. It's I don't, great. I don't like it. So, uh... 
what Marvel characters do you want Pun- to see more oh, of? I thought you were going to say, do I love? Did we already do that? Uh, we might have missed that. Maybe we let's did. do that. What characters do you love? I was starting to say Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> I am all about some vigilante justice. What? Do it. <laughs> Somebody getting stuff done. I love me some Frank Castle. And especially because he does not have superpowers. He is just the epitome of just rage and anger and trauma and just taking care of business because of that. Like he is a man that was just everything was taken from him. Yes. And he is just on a path to not let that happen to other people i feel like he's because he only kills and takes out bad guys yes so i mean he sh- when he shows up in daredevil season two literally he shows up because he's killing gangs and see, mafias in yeah. full fashion like all of them yeah like i so daredevil was never my favorite i always thought daredevil was kind of a like you thought he was whiny yeah, so I was going to say a B, but this is a nice yeah. like podcast. <laughs> so he was just like a little B. And like I don't really care for him. He's like so whiny, he's like whatever. And it's like, "Oh, you know what? What are you mad at Frank for?" Because he came in the scene and he's actually making a difference. He's not just running around the alleys doing nothing and being like, "I'm going to tie you up and don't do this again, mister." But he doesn't kill him. <laughs> so guess what? Mister does it again. He does uh, it again. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um. And I got. I got to say, uh, John John Barenthal is the best Frank Castle we have ever seen. I love him. He love is him. amazing, and, and he gets he gets a scene. Man, and I got to say, Sophia agrees with me. She loves John Barenthal too. Um. He gets a scene in Daredevil where he talks about his daughter. And he's talking to Daredevil about his daughter and the importance of his daughter, who has been killed, yep. who was killed in a, in, a, in a Crossway gang shooting, along with his wife. And um, he's talking about his daughter. And man, I'm telling you right now, you would actually think that John Barenthal lost his daughter in a gang shooting the way he talks about it. It is he's so just, real. He's good. I mean, he was born to play the Punisher. Like, 100. I hope that they bring back that show or something. And if they can't bring it back with him, they should never bring it back again. Maybe yeah. not in my lifetime. Yeah, I. it's one of those um, It's one of those characters that should not be recast. If you yeah. can't have John Barenthal, don't do it. Nobody's yeah. nobody's gonna nobody's gonna hold that. Nobody's yeah. gonna feel those shoes. No, it's just not gonna happen. Um, what characters do you want to see more of? I want to see a movie with Gamora, Nebula, and Mantis as the stars. From I want to see like a female kickoff, like um, what's it called? Spinoff. Yeah. from Guardians because I love Gamora and I love Nebula. She's a side character, but talk about character arc and character growth, to really yeah. be honest. I like her. I also really love Valkyrie. Yep. Um, more more in the new Thor movie you see of her, so I won't say much about that. But I like her. I'd like to see some more female-centered and them being... I get what Marvel was doing with this last movie. I'm not going to talk about it, but I'd like to see them more female-centered in their actual characters, not piggybacking off of a role that has been made famous by a guy. Yeah, I see we that. don't we as women don't need to do that. That's not for us. And and I know in the comics that happens, but all I'm saying is there are already strong female characters that you have, and there's no need to recreate something when you can utilize them. I don't like Brie Larson's casting as Captain Marvel, but it is still like an original actual character, and I'd rather see that than see the female version of what we've already seen as male superheroes. Yeah, and and with this new Thor movie, not to spoil anything, but they they take two story two different storylines in the comics and they put them into one movie, um, which which is okay. Um, I, I prefer what I've read in the comics more than what what they did in the movie, but the movie works. But I understand what you're saying because what you're saying, um, uh, the next thing they did after Spider Man, which we're not really talking about, is WandaVision, in which they put a female at the front, and yeah. that is where Marvel hinted at in Endgame. By having a scene um, where literally all the women are on the screen all at once. Yeah. And it was a very cool moment. I know a lot of people were like, oh, they're just placating. And it's not that. Because if what comes next and what is coming out now, they are 
they're going that direction where they're pushing their women in a way. There's going to be some guys that are always going to say that. Yes. They just are. But the thing is, there are these female characters out there and they yep. deserve to be seen just like everything else. Why not? My my favorite, one of my favorite X-Men characters is Storm. Well, yeah, she's a badass. She Ooh. is... Ooh. Bad butt. Uh oh. Bad butt. Uh oh. You can. I think you should say badass. Badass okay. is fine. That, okay, that, that, that's thrice now. Yeah. Well, that that passes on television. I okay. think we're. Okay. I don't want to be marked explicit. <laughs> um. But uh. Yeah. I mean, there are strong women characters of which they can push, and I think they're working that direction, which is really cool for me. Uh. For the answer to that question is, I definitely want to see more strong women characters. I, I I read the comics. They're there. I love my feminist husband. They're there for the taking. Um, Captain Marvel is a, did, it started out as a man who was an alien in the comics and then he died and somehow passed his, his powers on to mm-hmm. Carol Danvers. They didn't necessarily do that in the movies. Uh, what they did in the movies was worked and but was fine. But there's plenty of female characters that are origin story. That character is actually that female. They've been female the whole time. They've yeah. only been played by a woman. And it, it, they are absolutely crazy if they don't think that Zoe Zeldana can carry a film. Oh, yeah. That's why I said like Gamora, Nebula, and Mantis. And Mantis would be more like a side character, but she's fantastic. Oh, Maybe she's they'd great. give her like some kind of line. I don't know. She's um, she's almost uh, for those of you that watch Guardians of the Galaxy, she's uh, she is the yin to the yang of Dax. Yeah, like for Dax, sure. like very much that sarcastic, yeah. like totally things go like you know. There's a line in Guardians where where Star Lord looks at Dax and goes, "Wow, that went over your head." He goes, "Absolutely nothing would go over my head." I'm. I'm, I have fast reflexes. I yeah. catch it. Yeah. Because he, he's so he's literal. literal. Yeah. Whereas like uh, Mantis is on the other side of that uh, of being like, it would go over her head, but at the same time, she would say the wrong thing yes. back. But it's, it makes for good yeah. humor. We um, could go on and on forever. Woo! Yes. Yes. Uh, we will have more to talk about yes. with Marvel, obviously. But these the this was a fun time for me. Yeah during the pandemic to share with her and get her to see all of these characters and not just see them as being just, Oh, just another superhero film. Oh, just another superhero, yeah. which we didn't mention uh, black Panther. No. I got to say black Panther so was an amazing movie. There, you can't say it all. I can't. It was good though. That was, that was we'll one have of my a Marvel. We'll have a Marvel part two continuation of this. Absolutely. But I think that's uh, all we can say. Yes. This I just, week. I just want to say one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank everybody for listening because it is really a cool thing that we're able to do this and people actually listen. Yes. I want to thank my husband for putting this together because I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I did not want to do this. (laughs) I was like, who's going to want to listen to us? What do we have to say? Like, it took him a while. He had everything set up. He ordered stuff. He had it all set up. He practiced it. He figured out how it all worked. And he's like, okay. All you have to do is talk. Do you want to do it? And I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. It's fun. And, you know, even this week we heard, we had people comment to us that we had no idea we're listening. Yeah. Like a couple more people. And it's just so cool. Like, please leave us a comment. Let us know who's listening. You don't have to leave us a whole speech. I'm not looking for accolades. I just, I just want to know who's listening. Like it means a lot to us. Cause that's the thing with our analytics. We cannot tell. It doesn't tell us that, that so-and-so streamed no. an episode. We don't know. Individuals. We can see some geography. We don't know. But then again, Kathmandu, who knows how accurate it is. So yeah. if you know, just drop us a, drop us a, Hey, I'm listening. Send us a wave, send us something like we appreciate it. We appreciate you. And we have a blast doing this. So thank you. Yeah. So, uh, so you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook for if we can just say um, I believe that's all we have to say this week yes I am done now (laughs) (laughs) all right folks uh, we'll see you again next week bye y'all